Welcome to Haven Today at Christmas time. Christmas. For some people, it can be a hard season. Christmas is supposed to be a wonderful time for children. But what about the kids stuck in a hospital? Bethany Children's Health Center in Oklahoma is doing their part. A children's hospital is a reminder that we live in a fallen world. It all seems so backwards. Children are supposed to be waiting with bated breath for December 25th. Gifts, family, more sugar than you can eat. But some kids are stuck in hospital beds. And that's why Bethany Children's Health Center is asking for help. The hospital wants people to send in holiday gifts for their patients. Everything from toys to necessities like diapers. And people are responding. It's the little things that often go a long way, especially at Christmas time. This time of year is a reminder that Christ gave more to us than we can give to each other. The long-expected Savior came, and that's no small thing. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and on this Monday, we're launching a new series for this week called A Weary World Rejoices. Christmas time is now upon us, and it really is a season, isn't it? Though we look forward to December 25th, it's the days leading up to it that have become so special. Some of those days are filled with cheer. Others are filled with just plain busyness. In these next few minutes together, I want to give you a break from the weariness that you may be facing, and I want to help you rejoice in the good news the angels sang to the shepherds many years ago. In a few moments, we're going to be joined by singer and songwriter Fernando Ortega as he shares with us what Christmas means to him. I believe that Christ is coming already into the world and and establishing his kingdom. And even though it looks bleak, I feel like Jesus is is already establishing his, his kingdom on the earth through us. Fernando Ortega will be back with us in a moment. And then after the program, for your Christmas gift to Haven Today, I'd like to send you his album simply called Christmas Songs. Most of the album is filled with songs to sing along with this Christmas season, but there are a couple of instrumentals, like the one you're hearing right now, that'll soothe your heart and bring your home peace this Christmas season. Call us after the program at 800-65-HAVEN. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or go online and listen to some of the samples we have there from the CD, but make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And don't forget, we still have the box set of The Little Pilgrim's Big Journey, Parts 1 and 2, for your gift as well. These epic storybooks retell John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress and his sequel in a way that both kids and adults can better understand. Full of illustrations and bound in a cloth hardback binding, this is the perfect Christmas gift that's fun and points people to Jesus. Ask about it when you call or go online to look at those illustrations. And now, let's open the program with a great Christmas carol sung for us by Fernando Ortega. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Prepare him room and heaven and nature. 
Let men their songs employ, while fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy. Repeat the sounding joy. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, and that, of course, was Joy to the World with Fernando Ortega. And on this special program, we're actually going to travel to Albuquerque, New Mexico. On the line with me is my friend Fernando. Fernando, it's been years since we were with each other, much less talked to each other. Thank you for joining me, and thank you for singing Joy to the World. Oh, I th- thank you for having me on your program. And I've, maybe that's my favorite song on that record, actually. Maybe mine, too. And we're going to talk a little bit about that album because we have it for our listeners this Christmas. Mm-hmm. Years ago, you and I went to the same church in um, in Southern California. You were there for many years. and uh, But then you moved back home. You yeah. moved back to Albuquerque. How's it been for you? Living in New Mexico, the land of enchantment. Yeah, mostly good. And I think even I moved to California in 1984. I was on the staff with Campus Crusade for Christ, and I lived in Pasadena. And I think even from the, my very first years out there, in my heart, I was always already moving back to New Mexico because I just didn't realize how drawn I was to the landscape and to mm. and to my my ancestry there. But then I think the primary reason in the end, when I was living in Laguna Beach, was that my parents were getting old. My dad had some significant Mm -hmm. health issues. Mm -hmm. Uh, My mom was, she was just lonely for all of the kids to be around her. So I moved back just with the idea that I would be there for them, you know. And so dad passed in 2017 and then mom in 2020. But I I don't plan on leaving here anytime soon at all, actually. (laughs) No, nor should you, nor should you. Well, Fernando, going back, you had a Christmas album. That's what we heard Joy to the World from Mm -hmm. as we opened the program. You've been doing music, of course, in churches as well as in larger public settings for many decades now. Why a Christmas album? Why does this particular album relate to me and my soul as much as it did when I first heard it 10, 15 years ago, whenever it came out? The seasons associated with Christmas, Advent, Christmas, and Epiphany, 
have become my favorite times in the year. And for, for various reasons, my daughter was born at the beginning of Advent. Mm-hmm. And um, so come thou long expected Jesus. And then for us, come thou long expected Ruby. <laughs> and, uh, but, but uh, yeah, I, I just love the season. And I tried to find songs and, and people have said this to me that since I recorded this record, I tried to find songs that were a little bit off the beaten path for evangelicals anyway but that also would speak to us throughout the year. And people tell me, yeah, I listen mm-hmm. to your Christmas record in July sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I love this record so much. I love the making of it because it was all recorded on the piano that you can see, kind of see behind me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, my friend John Schreiner came and set up mics all around the piano and listened real carefully. And, and so I was able to record almost all of it you know, without, without a producer, just, just here by myself in the wee hours of the night. And, uh, I loved the, I loved the experience. Fernando, there's just something about, uh, you love to incorporate scripture. You love to incorporate the history of hymnody in the church. And you don't just try to do the latest and the greatest praise effort with flashing strobe lights and fog machines going behind you. Why is that? When all that stuff kind of started, the fog machines and the laser lights and all that, but I found myself longing for the liturgy of the church that I grew up in. The more that I had to perform that kind of music, the, the more kind of flashy stuff. And, and, and um, you know, this was the beginning of it. This is like the early 90s that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And there, there was sort of a hard and fast rule. We don't want any hymns on Sundays. I know. Uh, and so... Yeah. This is at my church. And so, you know, I met John Schreiner in those years, who was really a champion of the hymns. And we did a record together called Hymns and Meditations. And so, yeah, I just found myself clinging to that part that to me seemed like it was more timeless than the other stuff. We had to listen. You put some instrumentals on your Christmas songs album. And there's one in particular that most of our listeners may not know much about. I think you know the one I'm talking about. Let's hear it. But tell us a little bit about uh, Bring a Torch, Jeanette Isabella. Did I say it right? You did, yeah. And I've known this song since I was a little kid. It's a French folk carol. And the story of it is like a myth story or a folk story, I guess. And it's about a, a girl who's running down to to see the the, ba- the baby in the manger and she's all out of breath and uh, she's bringing, she's, you know, since it's the nighttime, she's carrying a torch with her, you know? So, so I didn't include the words on the, on this. It's just an instrumental, as you mentioned, but I tried to capture this idea of, you know, a breathless person coming to a breathless little girl coming to mm-hmm. see Jesus in the manger. So I have all these descending you know, scales, you know, uh-huh. that I, that's how the thing started in the first place. I was just practicing in the key of E major, just practicing scales and runs and everything. And, and then I thought, oh, I'm going to make this into a, you know. That's something. great. Well, let's listen to it right now from Fernando Ortega on the piano from his Christmas songs album.
Fernando Ortega joining us from Albuquerque, New Mexico, here in this Christmas season. And that's instrumental from his album called Christmas Songs. Fernando, here it is Christmas. Is there something growing up in New Mexico that you recall a special Christmas, a time when um, you grew closer to the Lord, some event that maybe happened in your life? Those times that were the the most influential with me uh, of growing closer to the Lord was through the example of my grandfather who passed in 1991, and he was 102 years old when he passed. But he was a, a very quiet person, a devout Christian. He, he, he and his wife, my grandma Apollonia, they lost. By the time she passed in 1967, when I was 10 years old, they had lost seven of their mm-hmm. kids. Only four were mm-hmm. alive. So. But they, and I always marveled at that, that they clung so, so deeply to their faith. My favorite memories of Christmas are up in that part of New Mexico, which is about an hour and a half north mm-hmm. of me. The traditions there, the Illuminarias, where they really, those are the, those are the farolitos, the little bags. With a candle sand inside, in the bottom. I think. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Some people call them luminarias or luminaries, but they're uh, Illuminarias, we call them here. Or luminarias, and they line the. They're supposed to line the way for the for Joseph and Mary to find their way to the to where Jesus would be born in the manger. Mm. That's the tradition. So, but yeah, it's all that that time leading up to Christmas up there, and then we would always go up there on Christmas Day and and exchange gifts. And but my grandma and grandpa really had a huge impact on my Christianity. And and you know, even when I left the faith when I was twelve years old. I was always coming back, and part of it was that my grandfather and grandma's love for God that that drew me back. One of the things we hear from at Haven Today from listeners is, one of my kids has drifted away from the Lord. I raised them in the faith, and now they're not walking with the Lord. That happened to you when you were 12 years old then. Yeah, I had come back from Ecuador. My family moved to Ecuador when I was 11 12, 13. So yeah, I was 13 when I, I guess I decided to leave the faith, but uh, we came back. There was a culture shock for my, all of us, all of us kids. Cause we were, we left when we were in elementary school and came back as junior mm-hmm. higher. So there's all those, those kind of changes that happen in a, in a person's life. But yeah, I, the friends I met were not interested in anything uh, to do with God. And I hung out with them and it was heartbreaking for my parents but you know, I think at 15 is when I when I came back. I found my way back to the Lord in a Pentecostal church that was wild beyond mm-hmm. belief. But uh, you know, I stayed in there for several years, and and that's where I learned to improvise on the piano. And you know, the bass player would would yell the chords at me, G, and I'd start hitting the G chord, and C, and I'd you know start pounding out a C chord. There wouldn't be any so, praise and worship music without the Pentecostal church movement in the exactly. world today. Oh, you know? I, that's right. It was so moving to me. Powerful. Well, in light of what happened to you at about 13, and then you came back to the Lord when you were 15, and the Lord has kept leading you through along this life, I want to hear another song from your album. We heard an instrumental moment ago. I think... Um, Come thou long expected Jesus. Yeah, that's a very, very stirring song. Those those lyrics are They're are powerful, powerful, aren't they? Well let's listen to it yeah. together. Come thou long expected Jesus born to set thy people free. From our fears and sins release us. Let 
Hagop from his Christmas songs album here on Haven Today, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus. Fernando, isn't that a message that we need to hear today? The world we're living in, in this state of crisis, post-COVID, Ukraine, just on and on and on it goes. We're at each other's throats, political division, even in the church, churches, uh, you know, seeing changes, uh, arguing back and forth these last few years. We need come, thou long expected Jesus, don't we? Yeah, I long for it because, and then it's it's all the more acute for me after since losing my parents, like I mentioned, mm-hmm. dad in 2017, my mom in, in 2020, that I picture probably daily what it's like for them where they are in heaven. And I imagine their their jaws dropped at just the incredible scene that they're seeing. And I do long, I long to be with them, mm-hmm. you know. You know, in a way, I, I believe that Christ is coming already into the world and, and establishing his kingdom yes. through us and in us. And even though it looks bleak, you know, you wake up on any given day and read the news and it looks very bleak, but I... I feel like Jesus is is already establishing his his kingdom on the earth through us and through this conversation and the little deeds we do for others of the work of our hands and the the our you know when our mind turns toward him during the day and we say a prayer for for this person or that you know Fernando let me just ask you a question we ask just about everybody that's on the program with me what does Jesus mean to you in light of Christmas, three words come to mind: fulfillment, fulfillment of the promise of the Messiah, and then hope—the hope that we have in Jesus. That that as I ponder on my parents passing all the time, that you know, the the hope of the of of the resurrection, but then also um, home—that I have found my home in Christ. And even though I've been in the church. All my life, there are big chunks of time where I was kind of wandering around out there and rebellious in my heart. And and every time I found my home in Christ, and I'm, I'm just thankful for that. I think we ought to pray for the Christ of Christmas to be made known more in your heart, my heart but everybody listening in their hearts too. Would you mind leading us in prayer right now as we have to go? Merciful God, I feel like for me, speaking for myself, that I am in so many ways during the day running away from you and resisting talking to you, resisting hearing from you because of my busyness or because of whatever. I I, I pray that you would fill me and fill all of us listening with a desire a daily desire to be close to you, that you would establish your kingdom on this earth through us, that you would help us so that the works of our hands express our love for you, that the words that we say express our love for you, 
and that you would guard our hearts from evil that is so prevalent all around us and help us to not grow weary of doing what is right. Lord Jesus, just help us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Fernando Ortega, coming to us from your home in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Merry Christmas to you. Thanks for joining me. Oh, Charles, Merry Christmas to you and to everybody who's listening. What child is this who laid to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping? Whom angels greet with anthem sweet while shepherds watch our keeping? In such mean estate, where rocks and ass are feeding, good Christians fear for sinners here. The silent word is pleading. This, this is Christ the King. Another song from his album called Christmas Songs. Fernando Ortega, who's been with us these last few minutes. What child is this? And a program called A Weary World Rejoices. Wouldn't be Christmas without the sounds of the season. And the music that you just heard on today's program can minister to your soul. I think it probably already did. It can fill your home and heart with songs of worship and praise with Fernando Ortega's unique and soothing style. I know his Christmas songs album will help you and those you love prepare your hearts for Jesus this year. But if you want to enjoy it and get it before Christmas, you need to get in touch with us today, right now. 
Make a generous Christmas gift to the ministry, and we'll send you this CD with free shipping ASAP. Our number is 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. Or we've made it easy. You can just go online and listen to samples from Fernando's Christmas songs and then make your gift there at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And a quick reminder, there is still time to get the boxed set of Little Pilgrim's Big Journey, Parts 1 and 2, the storybooks retelling Pilgrim's Progress, and its sequel for a new generation. Epic illustrations, easy-to-follow words. Get one for yourself. Order one or more for somebody else that you want to point to Jesus and ask about that when you call or go online. And just as we have to go, I hope you will remember us tomorrow on Giving Tuesday as a nonprofit organization seeking to point others to Jesus Christ. Your gift tomorrow will help us start this season of Giving Strong. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we get to share together this great story. It's all about Jesus at Christmas time on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Everyone knows what it's like to run late. You're scrambling to get out of the house, running to the car, hustling to get you where you need to be. The book of Hebrews says that it's like striving to get to heaven. It's full of anxiety. It's exhausting. But Hebrews 4 tells us a better version. Christ has come. Christ has done the work. He has entered an eternal Sabbath rest. And now he offers that same rest to us. And then Hebrews says, strive to enter that rest. Odd turn of phrase, try hard not to work. Everyone in Christ has entered that eternal rest. And by faith, we cling tight. Take heart. Christ holds us tighter. Spend more time with Jesus. Visit GetAnchor.com.